This is Cutie Clinic. I'm Jack Cush with RoomNow.com. Cutie Clinic is brought to you by RoomNow.live. Today's case is why you're not taking any medicine? So a few weeks ago, I did a Cutie Clinic called What Were You Thinking? And I went back and I listened to that, and I must say I was kind of like in an angry doc rant. I really wasn't angry. I was trying to be animated. But the first thing I brought up was things that patients say that I go, what were you thinking? Is um, patients come in for a consult for pain and arthritis, but they take no pain medicine. What's that about? Well, I've had more time to reflect on that and what that may mean. And I think it means a lot of different things to a lot of different patients. But I think we as providers, prescribers, and rheumatologists may not be fully aware of why patients are unmotivated to take medicines. Um, And here are several reasons. One, um, it's the primary care doctor's fault, meaning they often will have seen a primary care doctor who will have seen them and evaluated a problem, large, small, pain of zero to seven, um, and done an evaluation and referred the patient but provided no medicine. At that point, the patient was taught, well, he must think I don't need any medicine. And sometimes they carry that over to when they get to see you when their pain is a 7, 8, 9, 10. And you're wondering, why didn't you at least try Tylenol or, or Advil or something? Um, I think much more likely is um, patient fear, which really relates to uncertainty. All they know is that things are not right. Things are not going well. They don't have any certainty about what this is. They may have an idea, but they're coming to see you. They may have some certainty that they might need medicine, but they don't want to screw things up. They don't want to mask symptoms. They don't want to get a side effect. So uncertainty and fear is really their primary motivation. Some really don't like taking medicine, and that makes sense. You know, I think no one likes to take medicine if they don't need to. The third issue is... um, you're out of touch. You, the doctor, the provider, you think they're coming to see you because they want a diagnosis, because they want a prescription. Uh Uh-uh. That's not the case. Sometimes it's the case, but you don't know who really wants a diagnosis and a prescription. Sometimes people are there for your guidance, for you to inform them what this could be, for you to give them options on how this should proceed. And maybe low on their list is getting a prescription from you. Um, Some of them want to know if this is dangerous. You certainly want to know if they've got a red flag condition that really needs intervention right now. Um, But a lot of this is the things that are unsaid. So when you, you know, write a prescription, take this twice a day, you'll do great, see you in three months. They still have that problem of the, how the primary care doctor set them up, what their own uncertainties and fears are, and I didn't ask for a prescription, I just wanted to know what this is. Interestingly, the AMA um, published something on this issue about why patients don't take medicine back in December of 2020. It's under patient support and advocacy, and it's a reasonably good list. Number one, fear. We already covered that. They're fearful of what they don't know, and that's always a very... um, unfortunate situation, whether it's a physician who's in that situation or the patient, doesn't come out well. Cost is a big issue. 
and, and I think most people assume I'm getting a prescription from a doctor. Ain't no telling what this is going to be because they've all been saddled with that. I went for a cold symptom. I got an antibiotic. It was $182. Really? Well, they, that's happened one too many times. So now um, either they don't have the resources or they're afraid of getting that unfortunately high prescription cost. Third, misunderstanding, meaning they have a misunderstanding about whether or not they really even need this. A misunderstanding about whether or not they really have something that needs to be treated now or can just wait it out. A misunderstanding about the diagnosis. Um, fourth, many patients are already taking too many medicines. Polypharmacy. In fact, they're the ones making the decision that they're afraid of polypharmacy when in fact you should be the person afraid of polypharmacy. Uh, fifth, they think they don't have enough symptoms to warrant a prescription and yet another medicine. Uh, let's go back to polypharmacy. I tell my patients who are concerned about poly polypharmacy, I tell them, here's the rule. If you think you're taking too many medicine, number one, let's look at all your medicines. Two, let's realize that half of them or whatever percentage of them are your own choice to take natural medicines, which have a uh, questionable value. I'm not against them, but they do add to your medicine load. Thirdly, if you're in a polypharmacy situation, the rule is very simple. Tell all your doctors, I'll take your new medicine, Dr. Jones, but you have to stop two other ones if you're going to start a new one. And I think that's something to be uh, keep in mind. Do they have enough symptoms? Again, the problem here is they don't know at what point they need to take a medicine because the symptoms are sufficient. A lot of patients who have daily pain who don't take daily medicines. A lot of patients who have gout attacks who don't take it for all their attacks, they don't take it unless it gets to some level. And I think that's always a big problem. It, you know, we have to teach our patients that sometimes if you're having daily pain, that means you need to take, take a daily medicine so as to prevent the pain, which is often then unmanageable. Um, what is this? Number six, mistrust. Well, they don't know you. Why would they trust you? Can you really impart trust in that first visit? It's a very difficult thing to do. Um, again, if it's really important to take the medicine and they don't yet trust you, you're going to have to implore them and give them a really good reason as to why they need to take this medicine. Seven, um, worry. Patients are always worried about what they don't know, about what you may do to them, about what this could possibly be. It sometimes is better to be the ostrich, stick your head in the sand and hope that all this is going to go away when you peek out sometime a week or two later. And then lastly, depression. Patients who are depressed are often um, afflicted with any of the aforementioned and, uh, and have problems with compliance and filling new prescriptions. Again, a lot of this requires uh, your thoughtful approach and making sure that new patients know how important this new prescription is that you're prescribing. That's it for this QD clinic. Um, Room Now Live happened yesterday and Saturday. Uh, fabulous meeting, a day and a half. Um, tremendous speakers. I think you'll, uh, if you weren't there, you'll be able to see the content on Room Now. Uh, we're going to post that up starting around April 1st or the first week of April uh, and run it for the next two months. I think you'll really enjoy it. Be there. Room Now Live is now going to come to you.